You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing a revolutionary new composite formulated to match every smile from A1 to D4 with just one shade of composite. The composite is manufactured by Tokiyama and is called Omnichroma. Our guest today is Dr. Robert Lowe, an expert in the field of aesthetic dentistry, and one I could tell you for sure knows quite a bit about composite restorative materials and procedures. Dr. Lowe received the 2004 Gordon Christensen Outstanding Lecturers Award, and in 2005 was awarded diplomat status on the American Board of Aesthetic Dentistry. Currently in private practice in Charlotte, North Carolina, Dr. Lowe lectures internationally, is a regular speaker for VivaLearning.com, he does some phenomenal webinars for us, and publishes in well-known dental journals on aesthetic and restorative dentistry. Dr. Lowe, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Phil, it's a pleasure to be here uh, and a pleasure to continually work with Viva Learning. You guys do a wonderful job helping to educate the profession. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Uh, We love having you as a speaker. So this sounds like almost an unbelievable product. Uh, Let me know if I'm correctly pronouncing it, Omnichroma. The correct pronunciation, and and I I think you uh, have, have... have hit it there. It's something that uh, I think a lot of us have been hoping would happen or be available for a long time. So my first question is, how is Omnichroma different than any other composite currently on the market? Well, perfect question to open with because, you know, we've had composites available at least for the majority of my career. I I graduated in 1982 and really the mid-80s started the cosmetic revolution with uh, enamel and dentin bonding and then and composites have evolved as an aesthetic material in dentistry for the last three decades. But we've we've always, at least I've always found, the not only is it the hardest thing we do matching a single tooth, but I think it's even harder to match a portion of a single tooth. And that's for every restorative uh, general dentist out there doing composite restorative dentistry on their patients in, in their offices, the class threes, the class fours. And it's it's difficult. And, and the things that make it difficult, I think, are, number one, our, our color system is based on 1950s technology. I mean, the Vita Lumen Shade Guide, everybody has adopted Vita shades, A1, A2, A3. And now we've got bleach shades, and, you know, bleach shades are even more variable. The, the problem is that Vita shades are not consistent. They're not cons- the shade guides aren't consistent with each other, for one thing. There's always a, a percentage of variation, but the, the bigger problem I found in, in having been able to have the opportunity to use many different brands of composite is that company A's A1 won't necessarily match company B, C, D, or E's A1. You can squirt out five different A1s from five different manufacturers and have five different looks. Now, that to me is a, a little bit frustrating as a restorative dentist when I'm trying to match that discerning patient uh, in their uh, anterior tooth in the smile zone. And, and I, I take out a Vita Shade Guide and it looks like an A1 and I take out the, my composite of choice and it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Don't some of the manufacturers have their own shade guides that come with the system? Well, actually, a lot of them do. And, and the, the, the shade guides that are made out of the actual composite are a little bit more user-friendly. Uh, as far as that goes. But again, you still run into the problem. And I've always recommended in a lecture, I don't know how anybody can just get by with one brand um, because patients' colors are so variable. I, 
the most common colors for traditional composites have been A1, A2, A3, B1, and you know the, the majority of the time those are the ones that are used. But to, to rely on one specific uh, kind uh, can be difficult. Hence, the the need for a composite that we've all heard the word you know chameleon effect and blending with tooth structure and all this that and the other. When Omnichroma was introduced and I got a chance to do some beta testing. Even before I used it, I said, if this does what it says it's going to do, this is going to really help the average guy out there in the dentist and gal uh, out there in, 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 the, in practice. Because in, in today's world with time and DSOs and all these other things, we, we want something that's predictable and, and looks great but doesn't take a lot of time. And I, I tell you, over my, over the years, I've been placing composites. I've always said, you never really know what you got till it's cured and it's finished. And I, many times in my own chair, I'd I'd look at the final result and I'd say, ah, oh, the video looks a little dark or the color's a little bit off. And then I'd take out a burr and cut off the top layer and change. Bottom line is, it's a lot of work to make them look good. Yeah, and in the past, not too long ago, we had composite resin systems that had a whole box full of shades. I mean, there would be multiple steps and shades. It was unbelievable. Some of these companies. Well, what exactly. Out. And confusing. Hence, you know, some of the early uh, quote unquote masters kits and these kits would come up with, with uh, 10, 15 different shades of enamels and dentons and incisals. And, and, and then there'd be the universal shades for the, for the people that just wanted to, to keep it a little bit simple. The problem is this in universal shade is you're working with two different opacities in enamel and dentin. Any one color to, or opacity of composite to try to match both enamel and dentin is very difficult. So I tell you, it, it's really been a long time coming to have a material that was predictable that you wouldn't have to stock all these shades. And you could, you know, whatever the, the, the patient presented with, you could get a nice, blendable, beautiful aesthetic result. How does the shade system work with Omnichroma where it covers that range that I mentioned in the introduction, A1 to D4? How does it do that? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a dentist. I'm not a scientist, so I'm, I'm not the guy to ask you uh, to answer all of, the, <laughs> all of those, uh, you know, intricate uh, questions. But my understanding is that it has a lot to do with the way the light is reflected through the spherical fillers in the material. So they found a way to really take advantage of the color of the surrounding tooth and, and bounce that around with the light waves through this filler to make it appear more, you know, kind of like uh, how do they make the Batmobile invisible with all those mirrors, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things. Now, I, I may be totally off base on that, but uh, I, I know that uh, most, uh, most composites, uh, they use chemical colors in the resin to match the existing tooth. So, you know, with Omnichroma, they're, their, their technology alters the light as it passes through these fillers so that it picks up the color of the surrounding structure, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, as long as the brain perceives it to look at, like it fits into the arch and matches well, and the patient sees it that way, who cares how? I mean, that's the success, right? I, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, so... Um, so tell us a little bit how Omnichroma can help doctors reduce overhead costs. I mean, that's kind of an obvious question, less inventory, but um, it's still something worth asking. 
Well, and, and you hit that on the head, too, because as, as I mentioned, I, I, my, one of my recommendations always was to, you know, have, have two or three systems, at least in the major colors, because you never know what's coming in the door. Now, some people in the, uh, the master's range and the, you know, AACD and these types of things, they, they're really adept at uh, uh, taking a, a little bit of uh, paste A and paste B and mixing it and coming up with their own custom blend. And there are some people that really, you know, are, are like the uh, – Everybody's heard of Newton Fall. I mean, Newton is amazing. And, right. and my mentor, Bud Mopper from Chicago, I mean, there are a lot of really excellent cosmetic, aesthetic, composite artists in our field. But for everybody, everyone out in the field, that's not really practical. So um, the inventory really is a, a, a a big thing in, in business today. And these materials are not inexpensive. So, you know, the other thing is, you know, uh, the problem that we, we have is that if you inventory several different products, because you're never quite knowing what shade comes in the door, uh, a lot of times you end up not using the majority of the inventory because you can't use it all before it expires. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's really a, um, that's a real problem. For, for most dental offices as far as the overhead thing goes. So having something that matches everything, it's one color, um, makes a lot of sense. No, it does. It does. I mean, as an endodontist myself, retired, when I started, there was so many uh, file systems out there. And some of these file systems, to get through a molar root canal, you had to move through nine different files. And, you know, slowly they started to reduce that. And a lot of the endodontists today, using rotary and a combination of hand, can do it with three files or less. Well, and coming from Loyola University School of Dentistry, Dr. Frank Wine, I know a little bit about endo from the undergrad side mm-hmm. and the, uh, the days of the K-file and now in rotary. And back in Dr. Wine's day, putting something rotary in a canal was verboten. Mm-hmm. So endo has changed a lot since uh, in the last 30 years, just as uh, operative dentistry and composites have. Absolutely. So, again, it comes down, of course, to predictable outcome, but also patient satisfaction. So the, the question is, can this very revolutionary material by Tokiyama, Omnichroma, can it help with patient satisfaction? Answer is absolutely yes, because I tell you, the other thing that we struggle with, we all do in our offices, you know, our patients all now have dental degrees by virtue of the web. (laughs) They bring in pictures. Their expectations are off the charts. No longer, well, you know, that's as good as we can do. It almost matches. It's it's really, uh, we're practicing in a time where aesthetics really, I think, is a double-edged sword. I mean, people's expectations a lot of times are, are often through the roof. So, Patient satisfaction directly relates to results and predictability of results. So the answer to that is absolutely yes. They they no longer accept, well, it's close. Right. You know, you you want to have a material that will disappear into the tooth and take on the the color of the surrounding tooth structure and, and, and do it time and time again. And there are, there are some other great materials on the market. Don't get me wrong, but uh, uh, this is the first one that I've seen where literally it's one color fits all. Yeah, no, that's a, and it's a huge advantage to uh, a practice to many dental practices and especially the DSOs, as you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any specific tips or tricks regarding the use of Omnichroma, especially you know for the first time they use the product? 
Well, Omnichroma or, or composites in general, the first thing I always mention in my lectures being that, uh, you know, I'm from Chicago and I grew up in the world of Bud Mopper and Bud I consider a mentor and a friend. I mean, I remember in, in dental school in, in the 80s, he came and lectured about the invisible class threes and class fours. I mean, the one thing that's hard, I think, to hide uh, in any composite restoration is, is is the margin. So the longer the bevel, the more chance you have to blend and and take on the color of the adjacent tooth so that the transition from composite to enamel is apparent. So long bevels, you know, two to three millimeters was always bud style. And I, I, I agree with that, you know, for a lot of materials on the market, um, you really need to bevel a little bit more generously than uh, we were taught in school. You know, and, and particularly like for class fours, I mean, with a class four fracture where the finish line will typically end in the middle of the incisal edge, in the middle of the tooth somewhere, mm -hmm. I, I normally look at the tooth geometrically. I say I will carry the bevel over to the opposite facial proximal line angle. So at the facial proximal line angles, light will hit that line angle and, dis and dissipate in direction. So any margin there will be less noticeable to the eye because there will be a reflective surface. People refer to those as the reflective line angles and things like that. So long bevels and placement of the bevels, I, I think, go uh, hand in hand with uh, with allowing things to uh, to disappear. Omnichrome also has one unique component, and that's the blocker. And, and so with, with Omnichroma blocker on a class four, you can avoid the, having the low value uh, transition in a class four where you don't have any quote unquote lingual tooth structure to help um, soften the darkness from the back of the oral cavity. I mean, uh, one of the problems with class fours is always, you know, how do you, you lower the value when you build up an angle because because you don't have anything opaque enough to block out the, the darkness from the back, regardless of the color you choose. You might choose the right color, but it, and you finish and you wonder why it looks dark, and, and that's why. So using the blocker in, in, in those situations really helps uh, um, get a, a closer result, a better result as far as not having a, a drop in value. Yeah, very good information, Dr. Law. appreciate it very much. So uh, just as we wrap up this podcast, I, I think Tokiyama has samples uh, that they send out. So it would be probably worth trying a sample, I would assume. Um, oh, I, I, I've always been big on sampling. And, and the one, th one other thing I do want to mention, Phil, is that uh, you need to be aware, user needs to be aware, a first-time user, when you're placing Omnichroma and, and manipulating it on the tooth, it may appear to be too high in value or slightly brighter than it will when it's cured. Okay. Always keep that in mind um, because a lot of times there's a tendency when you put the composite on a tooth and you manipulate it, if it doesn't look like it's the right color, you're going to go and change to another. Omnichroma is designed that way, and after it's cured, that's when the optical properties take on the uh, uh, that chameleon appearance and, and, and the material disappears into the tooth. So just be aware that uh, the color will blend and match after it's cured. Don't be afraid if it looks a little bit off prior to curing. That's great information, great clinical uh, information for our listeners. Well, again, Dr. Lowe, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. It's a, it sounds like a very exciting material. And uh, we look forward to doing some webinars, possibly on Omnichroma and using other composites that are out there. And uh, you've just been an incredible mentor to Viva Learning listeners and Viva Learning webinar attendees over the years. We, we really have appreciated your hard work and expertise. 
then thank you, Phil, and I, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, look forward to uh, uh, continually working with Viva Learning and helping to uh, educate our profession. Thank you very much. You have a great night. Thank you. You too.